Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello everyone and welcome to Kilowatt. My name is Bodhi. I am your host and I have a couple of things to apologize for. Uh, the first thing is that um, I'm talking really quiet and that is because we uh, came up to Flagstaff for a little family vacation before Christmas. Uh, we'll be here for four days and um, we're in this really nice house. It's beautiful. The guy who rented it to us uh, gave us a steal. It's, I mean, gorgeous. It's on five acres. Uh, we're really lucky to be here. But the house is, it's big, but it's really open. So I have to be kind of quiet. There's no really good place for me to podcast in. Um, and because of that, my kids are sleeping directly below where I'm talking, and I don't want to wake them up. So um, I'm going to talk a little bit quieter. And the second thing is, is we had a little family emergency that started on Wednesday and really didn't get resolved till Sunday, and it involved some a hospital stay and some other things. So, <coughs> without going into too much detail, the um, the podcast was delayed. And then on um, Monday and Tuesday, I worked. I already talked about I'm a firefighter. I don't like to to podcast at work just because my work's a weird place right now, and just about anything could get you fired. So it's kind of a tinderbox. So because of that. Um, I don't record at work or even really do much research at work. I mean, I might read an article on my phone, but I don't I'm, I don't make show notes or anything like that at work. So that leaves today. So um, Monday we were fairly busy. We were up all night with a bunch of colorful, color, what's called color, colorful characters. And then on, we were exhausted. On Tuesday we worked 48 hour shifts. On Tuesday, we just got hammered. Both trucks out of my station got hammered. and But we did sleep all night. And the problem is, is when you've, um, you know, if, if you, if you're, if you're hanging out with somebody and every time they walk by you, they punch you in the arm, eventually you walk by them and you, you initially, you, you flinch, you, you know, because you know you're going to get punched in the arm. It's kind of how it is being a firefighter. If you get hammered, and we've been hammered at night a lot, probably in the last three or four weeks, we've just been slammed at night. So if you get hammered enough, um, one of those rare times that you get to sleep all night, um, you don't, <laughs> you don't really, um, 
you don't enjoy that sleep because you're worried that you're going to get a call. So because of that, I didn't get particularly great sleep. Woke up, drove to Flagstaff today, and now I'm here. And uh, you know what? My wife and uh, kids were very nice and let me take like a 30-minute nap. Then I did show prep and the kids went to bed. And hopefully this will be a very interesting podcast. But I'm sorry for missing on Friday, but uh, family stuff definitely comes first, especially in this situation. So um, I wasn't going to, yeah, I wasn't going to, I'll just stop. Sometimes I talk too much. Okay. So the first story is from Waiting Inside EVs at InsideEVs.com. I think the way that they do their Inside EVs just does like, they're like waiting or they just have little funny um, author tags that are relevant. So I never know who to attribute this to other than it's Inside EVs. Maybe it's just one person over there, but they do a great job. But Tesla is cracking down on douchebags that are basically hanging out at the supercharger. Now, if you are a Tesla owner or uh, been listening to the show for any time, you, excuse me, you know that the superchargers are there for long-distance travel, pretty much. Uh, they're there to get you from A to B, but they're not there. Like, if you live three miles from a supercharger, it's not there so you can fast-charge your car and then drive back home. That's not what it's designed for. So the intent of the super supercharger was to limit range anxiety so that people would buy electric cars and that's that was the intent so what's happening is people are parking their vehicles at the supercharger and they're going shopping or they're just taking off for hours or even some cases overnight and leaving their cars there so that people that actually need to use the supercharger can't because someone's car is parked there so if someone emailed or tweeted Elon Musk and said this is a problem he agreed shortly after that and I might be getting the the order things out of might be getting things out of order but this is just a a summary of what happened so somebody tweeted elon musk he's like you are absolutely correct and people started getting alerts like when their car was charged said hey please move your car because somebody else needs to charge it your car is now charged so um right at this point in time there's really no way to I mean, other than sending a text message or an alert saying, hey, please move your car, there's really no way to enforce this uh, um, unless they tow, which is a, uh, a nightmare, um, towing somebody's car. But there's really no way to enforce uh, people who are abusing the system other than to say, if you're abusing the system, you're a dick. Please stop doing that. Sorry about that. And yeah, that's it on that story. We only have three stories today. I'm keeping it fairly light <coughs> trying to keep it around 20 minutes which I think we'll, we'll end up doing the next story is from Tesla Roddy Steve Hanley uh, Faraday Future is set to live stream its car unveiling on January 3rd um, this is exciting I think I'm off on that day you know what let me double check because <laughs> I would like to watch that I don't know how to live stream something it looks like I'm off yes I am I am off that day 
So um, I'm looking forward to that. They're going to show off their new car. Um, <coughs> they're trying to launch a state of, or they're trying to put together a state of the art factory um, in North Las Vegas. But unfortunately, it looks like that uh, work, either the work or the plans on that has been suspended. But they did renew their contract with Vallejo, California to produce um, or to build a smaller plant and produce, it would produce less cars than the one in, in Las Vegas. Um, you know, the problem is, is all of this is very, very expensive, you know, the, um, and the next story we're going to talk about Lucid Motors, but, um, it looks like they need to raise, and I don't know how much they're, how close they are to this goal, but they need to raise about $700 million, Lucid does, to get operations up and going so that they could start building a car. So that's insane. Um, that's $700 million. That's, that's a very large number and very difficult on a product that may or may not sell. Um, but having said that, let's talk about Lucid Motors. We talked about <coughs> um, that they found a place in Casa Grande, which isn't too far from me, uh, to build, start building their cars. Now, this is really cool, and this means that in 2018, when they start production, I will be uh, driving out that direction a lot just to see if I can get a glimpse of the car. But uh, Lucid Motors, uh, today they showed off their new car. It's called the Lucid Air in Fremont, California, which apparently is where all these places are going to be uh, headquartered. Um, <coughs> it's You know what? The car is just beautiful. Really, It's a really, really gorgeous car. I don't know if I said this. I got this article from Electric, Fred Lambert. Um, but the car is really, really beautiful to the point of like, I'm never going to be able to afford to buy this car, but to the, the, the car is so beautiful. It is, it is opulent. Like it is, it is beyond what the backseat of a car should look or what a, what the interior of a car should look like. And I should go on by saying the, the front of the car is not any different than, or excuse me, the exterior of the car is not any different than any other car. You know, it's it's a really nice looking car, but it you really don't get a sense for how nice this car is just by looking at the outside. Now, the lights, <coughs> um, the headlights. If you if you've ever driven, you know, um, let's see, am I having a stroke? Smelling toast. If you've ever driven uh, uh, past uh, an Audi you'll notice that they have a headlight and then they have a band of lights that run underneath LED lights that run underneath the headlight and it gives it a really cool look. Well, the Lucid Motors, they have something similar. They have a headlight and then they have a band of lights. But when you turn the car off, it, those lights, those little bitty lights, close. And when you turn them on, they open and they open in sequence and it's a really cool looking effect. Um, there's a video that I'll put on the... Um, the website kilowatt.bz if you want to look at it and I'll put all the show notes or all the articles that we talked about today and some other ones on that site as well if you want to uh, take a look at those and that's kilowatt.boyzed uh, but let's get to the interior and that's where this is really special first let's get a drink of coffee okay so the interior of this car is the most I've never seen the uh, the interior of a vehicle that I've been more excited about. This it is opulent above 
upon I mean it is so nice it is so nice I don't even I don't have words to describe it you'll just have to look at the pictures um, it really makes the interior of a Model S which I really think is beautiful look like crap I mean Tesla is going to have to definitely step up their game in the range of a hundred thousand dollars because the Model S starts at 65 I think so it's not really fair to compare apples to oranges since this car is going to start over a hundred but the inside of the car is just awesome so here is the the front seat you as for the driver you have an instrument cluster that's all digital and then you have a radio section that looks like it's a touchscreen piece of glass that is also digital no knobs or anything that I could see and below that you have a separate screen that looks to be about 13 inches or so I might be wrong it might be a little bit smaller that could be like Tesla's Tesla has their big 17 inch panel um, where everything you controlled the climate and the radio and everything like that well that might be that that little um, it's not really heads up but that little um, central area where you control the climate you can look at the uh, what the charge of the car is and all this other stuff so there's that now the back seats of this car are sort of reclined and they're very um, man I don't even know how to say this they're very f plush they're very plush like it feels it looks like when you sit down in the car you're kind of reclining and that's a cool look just in general but if you're like if you're on the left side of the car, your right armrest has a little uh, display that comes up, and it's a curved display. And who knows if any of this stuff works? Because this is a this is a prototype. But it's a curved display where you can rest your arm on the armrest and easily touch that curved display, which is really nice because that it shows that somebody put a lot of thought into this car there's a like there's all sorts of little when you look at the pictures there's all sorts of little things that show like oh man that's really cool like behind the the two driver the driver and the passenger seat is a display and it looks to be maybe 15 inches so that uh, the two people in the back could look at the display now this particular car definitely is more for an executive that gets driven around a lot versus a family because um, that's not really something even if I could afford a hundred and whatever thousand dollar car that's not something my kids are going to use take another drink here but um, it's definitely something in that range where um, high-end executives get driven around and they have everything at their fingertips and they get driven around in a very nice style. Can't remember Maybach. Reminds me of that, but nicer, if you can imagine. Um, let's see here. The specs. Uh, they're they're claiming a thousand horsepower, four hundred miles of range. It's got dual electric motors, zero to sixty in two point five seconds. Um, looks like it's going to come with a hundred kilowatt hour battery, and a hundred and thirty kilowatt hour battery. And they're using this battery technology that they partnered with Samsung, and uh, they say that they can get, uh, because the way that Samsung makes their batteries, it could be um, more dense than what regular current batteries are. 
so they can pack more power in a smaller box basically now what's interesting <coughs> to me and I don't know anything about battery technology to speak of but they're making these battery packs denser and denser and I'm just gonna draw a comparison to Samsung phones so they're making and it has nothing to do with Samsung being the battery manufacturer it's just this is like a G whiz thing but one of the th one of I was listening to a podcast I think it was twit and they were talking about how batteries expand they need room for expansion and in a phone it could just be you know one or two microns but in a car you know it could it could, that could be significant as they heat up they need to be able to expand if they're we're making batteries denser and denser at one what point is the potential for fire increased i don't know the answer and i'm not trying to raise any um unnecessary excitement i'm not trying to get you know um i don't know i'm not trying to be one of those like the sky is falling guys because I, I really think this is a beautiful car and i think lucid motors if they can pull this off and faraday future for that matter uh, this is going to be a soup. It's going to be a really cool competitive market, and hopefully these three main um, car manufacturers will push each other. This is good for us, the consumer. But what I, I I don't understand is we seem to be making large strides in battery technology um, fairly quickly. Like the the Tesla battery uh, Model Three battery will be thirty percent more dense than the Model S. So does that, I guess what I'm asking is at what point does that become a problem? Like are we going to have a car, maybe not with these three companies, but maybe a car company that uh, doesn't have the time or the funds to do the proper research and they just want to get something out there. Are we going to start seeing these huge uh, battery fires? Because batteries get hot. That's what they do. I don't know. Uh, so the first, um, you can you can go on their website and reserve a car now if you have twenty five thousand dollars to put down as a deposit. Um, the first uh, two hundred fifty cars are going to come fully equipped. There's not a whole lot of detail of what that means, and they'll cost around one hundred sixty thousand dollars, which you know, um, that's probably about right for a car like this. It might even be a little less. I don't know what a Maybach costs. Let me look. Boom, boom, boom. Maybe I'm. Um, am I saying that right? Is it Maybach or. Let's see. I think Mercedes owns them. And I am Maybach. S six hundred sedan Mercedes yes so that that car comes in at one hundred ninety one thousand um, so yeah it's right in there and like I said it's probably a little cheaper than what the actual um, luxury car in that c price range in this case it comes in at thirty thousand dollars less but I don't know much about that Mercedes so it, I mean I c it might be, I might be comparing bananas and you know, babies, I don't know. Anyway, so that's it. That's the whole podcast, um, I think. Let's see. Oh, no, no. Sorry, there's one more page. Um, 
Lucid said th that they are going to be releasing a version of this car where the back seats are different. They're more standard. And I'm guessing a whole lot more stripped out of it for $65,000 and, you know, after the, the first one's released, which is good. Still out of my price range, but it's good. Um, like I said, production is going to begin in Arizona in 2018. Uh, as far as I know, at the beginning of next year, um, they will be uh, building their production facility in Casa Grande. And then, yeah, like uh, the $700 million to, to fund the project. So that is the whole show. Thank you guys so much for listening. There's still going to be a regular show on Friday. Um, let's talk about some things. Um, you can contact me, Bodie, at 918digital.com. You can hit me up on Twitter at 918digital. You can call. I've been receiving a lot of phone calls, and I don't know if it's because I got on some sort of list, but uh, lots of people are calling me, but not for <laughs> not for any of the shows that I do. More for, um, like one guy called because he was trying to get a hold of a babysitter for his kid. Uh, but 918-401-0071, call if you have anything that you want to add to the show, or if you think I'm, I totally blew it and screwed something up, let me know. Uh, talk back, leave a message, I'll put you on the show. You can go to kilowatt.bz to look at all of the... Um, you can go to kilowatt.bz to look at all the stories and additional stories that I find that interesting that don't make it on the show. Um, the audio for the show isn't up there, and the reason why that is is because I use this service called The Grid, and even though they're in version 2.0, I still think they're for hosting. I use this, version, this service called The Grid. Uh, for hosting, um, I think they're still in kind of a beta mode, but I think they are pressured to come out of beta. It's really good. The site looks really pretty, but uh, it's still not full featured. So there's some things that uh, I just have to deal with. But you can go to kilowatt.bz and take a look. Um, if you leave a review wherever you get this podcast, that also helps out. And then... Um, we have the sticker packs and all that information will be in the show notes. And if you don't mind, um, you know, download a sticker. There's been lots of you that have been doing it, the Faces sticker pack. And, uh, you know, if you want one for free, just send me an email. I don't share your information. Oh, hey. It's saying that I should wrap this up. So, yeah, if you want a sticker pack for free, um, just send me an email. I don't share your information with anybody or sell it or anything like that. And I guess that is it. I will talk to you guys on Friday. Again, I apologize for being so late. But, um, you know, what are you going to do? Family stuff comes up. Thanks so much for listening. Have a good